Oh, the lasers get me every time. How you Ooh. doing, Dom? Ah, pretty good, Eric. How are you today? Hey, man, I'm I'm doing well. We're we're in a code orange, I guess, with air quality. So, but not too bad here around the, the York, Pennsylvania area. How about your way? Uh, we were code orange yesterday. Today we were some kind of code, but it wasn't as bad as yesterday. Um, a lot of local people burning brush and stuff to blame it on the Canadians. We're driving around. I'm like. <laughs> Wow, they're getting a bum rap. There's, you know, people burning brush logs and everything else. It's all Western PA. It's not Canada. It's oh, definitely got... Yinzer. It's a, it's a Yinzer <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, man, got crazy stuff going already. That's funny. Well, my wife's up in the Wilkes-Barre area. I guess it's pretty bad up there. So maybe they're, maybe they're burning a bunch of rubbish up there, too. Who knows? Oh. Uh, but, hey, recovering the summer going well. We're kind of like, I feel like. You know, July 4th, Joey Chestnut, you know, reclaiming his title, saving July 4th, saying, forget the rain, <laughs> forget the lightning. We're going out there and we're going to eat some hot dogs. And and he threw it down. But I feel like that's like the the pinnacle, like halfway point of summer for, for myself as a Pennsylvania teacher. I don't know about how you feel about that. I, I feel the same way. And then it, and you come back after July 4th and you start getting all the back to school ads and everything. Yep. Feels like summer's winding down already, and we're still in July. But man, yeah, I, I, yeah. The picture all over social media is like Target or like Walmart with their back to school set up, and like you know, people are like, "You took that picture back in May." It's getting earlier and earlier. They're putting all yeah. the back to school stuff out. Yeah, so my yeah, wife definitely. My wife's doing the happy dance. She's all happy. My daughter and I are just moping around like it's too early. <laughs> Yep, yep. It feels like that all the time. But we just yeah. got back. We did our. We usually do a late vacation. We try to sandwich it in between ISTE and KTI. So we had ISTE just happen, and we got KTI coming up here at the end of the week. We next week is the, the big week, so um, a lot we'll be talking about that in the show and stuff. But um, just a couple of days on the lake and just you know just enjoying yourselves on a kayak, on a on a raft, on a tube, whatever. Just always good to get away. Nice. Yeah, we spent three days up in Erie. Um, okay. Nice couple of days away. Took the puppy with us. We hit Waldemere, hit the beach, and just kind of relaxed. Did a lot of reading, did a lot of relaxing, was offline, uh, which felt good. You know, between, like you said, between ISTE, then we had the uh, state board meeting, which was the first day that we were away. Caught that, and then I kind of shut down, unplugged, mm -hmm. and you know, just started trying to catch up now this week. Yeah, yeah, we got – yeah, we had a, a Minecraft camp at school, so that was really cool. And then one day I got to drive down to uh, Maryland and um, do a training on behalf of Microsoft and Minecraft and work with 30 teachers in Anne Arundel, Maryland. So that was that was pretty cool. It's been a long time since I've done an in-person training, so it was nice yeah. getting your feedback under you. And I like, you know, I had a, had to rent a car, so I know Dom saw this, but <laughs> got to experience the life of being a Tesla owner for uh, you know, three days. You know, uh, picked her up on Monday and took you know had the whole family take a little spin in it. And then, uh, you know, got to experience sitting at a Wawa in the middle of Maryland at 1130 at night with seven other Teslas charging up before the next day. I was like, <laughs> this is interesting. I was like, Oh, it's like the brotherhood of Teslas here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm used to hanging out at like gas stations with Harley Davidson riders, not <laughs> Tesla owners. So it was a whole different, whole different scenario. Did you use the autopilot at all or. You know what I, I I did on the way down on a, a stretch of road that I knew was rather straight. Put it on, had my hand kind of on the, like beside the wheel, making sure. And uh, I didn't use it a lot, but a couple times when it was like pretty pretty clear, I put it on. It it's unique. Yeah. You know, once it tried to, it scared me because it was trying to, it was trying to pass somebody, so it was like merging over, and I was like, oof, like. Um. So I kicked kicked it off real quick on that scenario, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um, yeah. All the cameras, there's like seven cameras, so. My wife's line is it's the demise of parking for America's youth and uh, <laughs> the ability to drive. I mean, I'm used to a big suburban or now I have a Tahoe and like using the side mirrors to back into spaces and this and that. And I always laugh when I see people like holding the wheel and staring forward at their dashboard for the camera to back up. Yeah. Um, and that I, I still use the side mirrors. I, ca I can't get used to using that screen. I mean, I just have older vehicles. So but um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, our Rogue has steering assist. It's not a full autopilot. Okay. But it keeps you on certain roads in between lines. I'm not comfortable with it because it likes to drive and pull you, I think, into the middle is what it is. Where okay. 
I like to like keep a gap between me and the cars passing me. I'd rather ride closer to the berm and it pulls me closer to the middle because it doesn't want to be by the side of the road. It's like a constant pull back and forth between like, where's the car going to ride them? So I just turn it off. Yeah. The, we have the distance monitor on our, uh, on that for the, um, when you set the speed uh, speed limit on it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, Cause usually in my truck, yeah. I don't have that. I can, I can set the speed limit and it'll go, but then I have to pay attention and like, Oh wait, you know, they're not going that fast and I can't get over. But with the road, yeah, yeah. break you automatically and everything. Yeah. The only fancy thing my Tahoe has is my beard out the window, yelling at the guy in front of me or behind <laughs> me. If I need to. Like there's no bells and whistles there. Yeah. But, but um, that Tahoe is like yeah. riding in your living room. I've been in that Tahoe. That's, that's a nice <laughs> ride. Uh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Definitely, definitely good shocks. But you know, me being the tech geek that I am, self-proclaimed as, as it is, I'm totally thinking like, wow, you know, the stretch of highway I drive to school every morning, it's about, you know, 15 minutes-ish on the highway. I could be answering emails. I could be sending messages. Like the work I could do and how productive I would be, <laughs> I, you know, definitely want to feel comfortable enough to be doing that. But like just the thoughts of, you know, how could we claim back time? Because that's what we're always trying to yeah. do as teachers. Like, you know, I mean, I always tell when we talk about technology and ed tech, there's ed tech that's for the kids and there's ed tech that's for the teacher. And, you know, yeah. a lot of the AI talk, a lot of that going on, like how can teachers reclaim some time back? So there's yeah. always a lot, you know, we're, we're kind of getting in, you know, I'm pulling us into the ed tech nature and it's kind of the thing we do, but I think it's time for something. Yeah, it is. Well, it's third Tuesday of the month. That it is. Let it roll for the PACT pod. Let's kick it. And welcome to the PAECT pod. Um, you're, <laughs> I'm Eric Verno, the vice president of PACT. And with me, I have Dom Salvucci. I'm the Southwest Regional Director of PAECT. And you're at episode 30 of the banter of Dom and Eric. Uh, you know, yes. I still feel like here and there we trip on each other, but definitely uh, a lot of things to discuss, a lot of great things that have happened and things that are on the horizon. So I think yeah. we're going to be focusing on a little bit of an ISTE recap. What do you think? Sounds good. And maybe a little KTI preview thrown in for good measure. I mean, you know, yeah. talking about time and scarcity, time is the ultimate scarcity. And you put two Italians with microphones, that Ooh. time is, it's going to be cramped with all the words coming out. That's it. Now and you the know, hand gestures. Just, so our hands are free. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, we're in different That's rooms it. today. Oh, I know it is. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, it's funny. So, uh, yeah, so we had the we had the privilege uh, to have our proposal accepted. We'll start there at ISTE. And yes. um, so Dom and I got a chance to present. Uh, you know, a few people caught us online. I was joking. I was, you know, we we literally go, you know, it's Wizard of, Wizard of Oz behind the green behind the green curtain. We, we up on the screen is what Dom and I see every day when we do the pod. We're showing the teachers it. We're walking them through it. So if you watch that episode, it's not the most exciting, but it's breaking down. Um, the StreamYard platform, it's breaking down our choices and things that we've done. And I was like, oh, we got our first like. And I was joked because it was my wife watching from home and my daughters were watching. So that was another people, another, another group because they were, I guess I forgot to turn my camera off at the beginning, you know, turn it on. And they were like, oh no, dad. You know, they were all like nervous. And then when it was first coming in, it was pixelated. They're, they were just bashing my uh, my computer and my, my camera skills afterwards. I got very much critiqued, but um, did you get any information for after the post show? Kevin was asleep at that time of the morning. <laughs> he slept in that day, so I got no feedback. And I've been avoiding him uh, since because I'm sure he has a laundry list. He's he's up on his deck on the big screen tonight. That he is. That he is. So um, yeah. So we had, you know, about 40 people in attendance or so. Great questions. Yes. We had maybe I think we hit eight people max, you know, or so, but it's at a unique time, you know, during the day. The the Kevins of the world are napping and working on their beauty sleep. And, uh, um, but we were actually, I, I jokingly told the, the crowd, it was like inception because we were on video in front of them. They were watching the video on the big screen and ISTE was casting us live. So we were one of the virtual sessions and I don't, she, I we never asked for a number of how many were watching us live, but a lot of great questions yeah. from the people in house yeah. and the people online. We were getting a lot of feedback and, and, questions being asked from the people online so 
Then yeah. we had our, our usual listeners. Uh, I know Gina made an appearance. Yep. A couple, a couple other people through social media, through comments out to us. That's it. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. And and yeah, and, and uh, Isti was also the the first uh, appearance of our security system. Yes. Our new theft theft protecting sticker, the PACT pod stickers. So I could leave this people. with Look impunity laying around ISTE, the Philadelphia Convention Center. <laughs> no one took it. <laughs> it was safe. And um, yeah, so a lot of good stuff there with our sessions. So that was awesome. And then, um, you know, I, I spent bulk of my time. I had a couple volunteer things at the Microsoft booth. Um, did a walk by the Google booth to chat with them and, um, but for the most part, I spent time in our, our PACT playground. Yeah. And, and I, I checked out the vendor hall, got a lot of um, a lot of good conversations with some of the PAT, PAECT sponsors, a lot of uh, conversations with the tools I use at school. And, you know, I use on my own. Got a lot of good ideas. I met some different vendors for work with we do with Girl Scouts and whatnot. But then most of my time was spent. I did a, a poster session at the PACT playground and Sunday worked the playground. In fact, a little spoiler alert. We have some video from the Sunday sessions at the PACT playground, which is pretty much a conference within a conference. Every day we had a theme and some days we had two themes, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. I spent a lot of my time in the playground talking with, with people and they're present watching their presentations and looking at things. It was pretty cool. Yeah. A lot. I mean, there was so much going on. AI was a hot topic. We, um, the ISTE verse and the virtual reality pieces, esport was big. Um, the Savannah bananas umpire yes. was a guest of one of the booths on the expo hall. And Dom and I both missed our chance to have a, a conversation with him or a selfie taken with him. But supposedly that was a very high draw and, uh, I got a selfie and he made a video for my wife and daughter. And he's like, Oh really? Anybody back home going to know me? I'm like, not my wife and daughter. He's that's okay. He, he, <laughs> then I said, you know, they're not big into, you know, into that sport. And he's like, that's okay. And he made a video. I saw him doing the dance with people. I mean, he was oh, yeah. high energy. Very yeah. nice guy. Ah, look at it. You learned so many things on the pod, folks. I learned that Dom got a selfie. You know, never even told me, didn't tell me. Thought we were like this, Dom. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, for our first guest, not Dom, we'll take him off the air. No. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So that's awesome. Like, I, you know, a lot of cool stuff there. A lot of great um, product announcements. You know, uh, a lot of like one thing I said to the engineers from Microsoft and Google. Um, is I feel like, you know, with when it comes to AI, teachers are chomping at the bit. We're trying to do whatever we can, and we're trying to get ahead of it. And those two big companies, now there's a lot of little companies putting stuff out there, but those two big companies are actually sitting back and asking for teacher feedback before they do step one, step two, step three. So I, I in my conversations, I commended them because normally it's the tech going very fast mm -hmm. and organizations like PACT uh, ed tech coaches um, you know, just people that are on that more geeky side in the classroom that are striving to catch up to the tech and, and figure out how we're going to harness it and use it. And I feel like in this scenario they have, they like, I mean, you know, Bard and a lot of different things are coming out, but not in the, the Google edu side copilot and a lot of AI stuff's coming out Microsoft but not in the EDU side, they're kind of pausing and holding on that. So I, I, I that my feeling was uh, to commend them that, you know, for once they were, you know, really taking their time with rolling it out, not trying to be the first to show um, with, you know, just having it all entwined in their product. So uh, that was kind of an interesting, you know, interesting scenario. And I think somebody else made a reference that a lot of the sessions they went to that AI was in the title the one common theme they learned was we still don't understand it fully. You know, there's, there's vast yeah. uh, differences in, in opinions being shared and thoughts. So, and there's know, even what it's worth debate. Some of the further reading I've done, the debate, is it truly artificial intelligence or is it, you know, something hybrid? It's not, you know, truly on its own. That's just like kind of like a, a search engine on steroids, so to speak. And there's debates going on back and forth with that. Um, you know, then you get into the creation where you, you can 
take something. It's not just doing it like a search and mashing things together, but it's creating audio and video. That's where, it, it, you know, they're saying the crossover definitely is to AI, but yeah, it's, it's good. They're taking time and trying to do it right. Yeah. I, I, I agree hundred percent. Yeah. I'm not going to get in. I had a list of selfies of people I met, mentors of mine that I met at ISTE, but I'm not going to get into that because you're already mad at me. Yeah. So I'll, I'll hold that <laughs> off for later. I'll, I'll slide those in later in the show. Before we go any further, I want to shout out. I, I missed my daughter's uh, softball championship game. I'm one of the coaches. They uh -huh. won. I got stuck in traffic going home from Philadelphia Wednesday night, so I didn't make the games, but they won the championship here in Elwood City. So I want to shout out to – an easy sporting goods team. Girls played a heck of a game. Two good games and won the championship. Good. Great season, girls. Awesome stuff. Congratulations. Oh, very cool. I'll let yeah. your I'll let your neighbor have a conversation with you about how well they did when you weren't there. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're we're this show's gonna be a little different with the ISTE talk because we do have some uh some interviews that Dom was able to kind of pull in the playground. Um yes. So they're in essence going to be our guests. So we're going to roll the podcast and then I'm going to briefly intro our first speaker because uh, the organization that was actually at the booth is a newly signed on sponsor of PACT. So let's go ahead and roll the beautiful bean footage. So as we look at the sponsor list here of PACT, one of our latest, and they are going through a rebranding, but as of right now, the source for learning is what they're going by. Uh, when you click that link, it takes you to their website, and they are helping teachers enhance learning. And it is a, another one. We, 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 we've partnered with Otis. We're partnering with the source for learning, and it's another organization that hosts all sorts of professional development um, on so many different topics. And so you're going to be getting all sorts of uh, information from PACT as far as getting your accounts, getting logged in, us advertising the stuff that they're sharing. And at, let me go to pull this off. And at the conference, um, one of their main professional development uh, people, I believe Bridget, I think is who you have on video of them sharing at the playground. So I don't know. Do you want to cue that video up, Dom? Yeah, let me grab it here. I'm looking I for it. It's right after Tech Notes 4. I moved it to the top. Ah. Okay, we are here. BACT Playground at ISTE Live 20. All right, we are recording. We are at the PACT Playground yeah. here at ISTE Live 23. And we have Dr. Ruth. We are here with, and <laughs> I knew I would do this, Teachers First. <laughs> yeah, so Teachers First is a great place for you to find free resources and free professional learning opportunities. We have all kinds of things that are, again, free for teachers. If you search our website before you search Google, you will truly save yourself time and aggravation because you'll get a teacher's perspective on whatever it is you find, and you'll also get some great ideas for how to use things in your classroom. Cool. Cool resource. Barbara, anything you would like to add? My favorite part are the webinars because I, even though we do them remotely, the chat is active, so I feel like I'm really interacting with these folks. And we do them we have international people coming to our site. So. so you have the webinars. You said you had Twitter chats. Twitter chats. Okay, and and lots, lots, of, lots of good stuff. You just got to get to teachers first so you can find it. Okay, we will have all the links. Is it back out as I bump into things? Wreaking havoc in the PACT playground. Um, we'll have the links in the wakelet for this episode. You'll find it in the description. Thank you very much for your time, ladies. Thank you for being here at the PACT playground. All right, let me make one correction here. We'll just uh, to show them the actual website. So here's the teacher's first website. And uh, I went to their their over the overarching website before, but just to show of all the different things, the full calendar of different uh, sessions, webinars they have, you know, weekly polls, stuff to inter make, uh, make it interactive for educators, you know, featured sites that they have pulled in. They have it aggregated based on your grade level. So a lot of good information there, a lot of good things for us to check out. So we are very excited um, with our partnership with uh, Teachers First, this organization. And, and I know we've been talking with them um, over the years a good bit. I know Missy has had many conversations mm -hmm. with them and we are finally able to, you know, pull everything together and to get it all happening. So 
awesome interview. Awesome stuff. Thank you. And oh, we have a comment. Uh, Scott Snyder added to corrected my my comment about getting stuck in traffic. We did we did have our prize patrol out and about at the end of ISTE and pulling all kinds of things for PACT. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to pull up that picture to be able to put on the show of you guys uh, pushing uh, laptop carts through the streets of Philadelphia. Yes. I think so, Bruce yeah. Springsteen sang a song about that at one point in time. It just he left out the <laughs> laptop carts though. That part he didn't did make that. I think it got it's on the it's still on the floor of the cutting room. I don't think uh it made it that far. All right, who do we have next, Dom? Okay, let me pull up my notes here. And I'm working on paper because this guy between, with paper. I know. Um, there's this thing called the PACT pod. They have tech notes. You probably should listen to it. <laughs> and uh, you know, we got wakelets. I mean, we're still using PB Wiki. I mean. You know, we go from old school to new school. I'm going to, this is from Sunday. That was the CS. I don't pull up Sam Labs, who's one of our corporate sponsors. Let's see if I can pull this up, add it to the stream. Okay, we are here live at the PACT Playground at ISTE Live 23. We have Alicia Landry, and she's with Sam Labs. I'd like to explain... Your setup here. Yes, so Sam Labs is K through eight STEAM coding computer science platform. We have a K through five program that works as early as kindergarten with our flow-based coding where students can drag up the blocks, talk about inputs, outputs, behaviors, start to really get an understanding of coding, even if they don't have some of the vocabulary for it yet. Fourth through eighth grade, which is a lot of what I have out today, we start working with their block-based coding and with their block-based coding, we like to cover computer science. We also like to cover digital citizenship. I'm a former librarian, so really important to me. We talk about things like copyright. They'll code out a program to see if they can use something or if they need to cite a source for it. We talk about password protection and what makes a good strong password. We talk about phishing. So we try to really bring those concepts to life for the students. We have three different sets of hardware that schools can purchase. I have two with me today. One is our maker set. This is $6.99. It has one of every one of our blocks for students to just really get creative and just really make whatever comes to their mind. We also have our learn to code kit. Oh, my arms are too short. There we go. This one works with BBC Microvents. Also with our slider, we have a buzzer, we have a light sensor. And that is a charging station. You can plug that right into the wall and charge up your blocks. And that one is $18.99. And then we have our STEAM classroom for K-5. Comes with 10 of these trays. Serves a class of 30 students. And that one comes in at $16.99. The other half of our platform is our curriculum. So we have very detailed lesson plans. We have slideshows, formative assessments, step-by-step directions for your students. We have some interactive lessons where you can watch some videos. We have support from our educational consultants. We have a replacement. We like to make them kinder-proof, but we know kids. So if they break the block, we'll send you a new one. That's good and, to know. Yes. <laughs> and all of that comes with your yearly school subscription. So for a school of above 150 students, it's going to be $2,000 a year. It's going to cover all the students, all the teachers in that building. Uh, we also have great summer programming. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Sam Studio. You have an iPad. Uh, Studio.samlabs.com has an iPad app and website with information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can use it on any device. So the iPads are nice. They're touch. You can just drag it in there. But we are using friendly on any device. We also are pairing up with Clever and ClassLink for student rostering, and that's coming out this fall. Nice. Thank yeah. you. Glad you made it here to the PACT Playground. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> All right. Great, great stuff. Yeah. Sam Labs, a sponsor of PACT as well. Uh, hey, by the way, this just in. Here it is. Here it is. The laptop cart brigade. There it is. The selfie. There's the crew. There's the crew, yep. man. And this was this. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was this while going in the wrong direction, or is this after you turn around and decided to go the right direction? This is after we were heading in the right direction. 
okay. took us ten, an extra 10 minutes because we didn't really check any of our GPS maps or anything like that. We <laughs> started walking and we're like, I think we're going in the wrong direction. We turned around and we saw where we came from after 15 minutes. <laughs> Bunch of Western PA men alone in a city. GPS doesn't work so well anyway. No. And that's then, funny. Well, you know, and you don't know whether it's a good or bad because JG, one of our regional directors, that's just his look, whether it's he stubs his toe or whether he just, uh, you know, uh, shot a, a you know, nine point deer. It doesn't matter. He's got the same look every time. <laughs> yeah, we, we were walking through and um, I jokingly said, oh, looks like Eric up here. And it was you. <laughs> he passed <laughs> us in traffic. Hey, here's proof. JG posted a comment. There's that same smile. Yep. I, I hear he stubbed his toe right before he took that one on Facebook. So it's all the same. <laughs> all right, Dom, keep rolling us. These are good. What do we got next? Okay, we have. Let me get back to looks, my. Looks screen. like this one's a micro bits. Yes. All right, we are remote here at the PACT playground at ISTE Live 2023. And we have Amanda and Sarah. You guys are presenting on micro bit. Pardon my. Uh, wonky camera angles here but like to introduce yourself please yeah so my name is amanda jean i'm a microbit champion which is a really cool program where the best microbit teachers from all over the world get together and collaborate on best practices and how to share microbit with our communities so we're here to share the microbit with all of you cool. and i'm sarah rankin i am a educational technology learning specialist and coach from New Brunswick in Canada on the East Coast. And I'm also a microbit champion. Cool. Glad you guys made it. And you guys are presented here in the PACT playground. I got to watch because I just it didn't hurt things. I covered up my face with my hand. I don't want to walk, <laughs> okay. walk out what you guys are doing. I'm going to explain what you're doing with microbit. So microbit is an amazing computer science tool that can be easily integrated into any classroom, any curriculum. Um, it's a really great equitable tool too because one microbit is about $15. That's it for a pocket-sized computer. It does all kinds of things from you know LEDs lighting up and buttons pressing to touch sensors and accelerometers inside. And you can do pretty much anything you want with the microbit. That's neat. I know you were explaining to me how to use this in my social studies, my history classroom. Kind of fired up to try it out this year. Yeah. Glad you guys can make it to the PACT playground. We're happy to be here. It's exciting. It's been fun so far. And it's, it's only day one of ISTE, and so far, so good. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Talk to you guys later. Thanks. That is awesome. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even make it, get a chance to make it over there. Um, I've used the micro bits for many years uh, it, and every so often they have issues with just trying to find them. Um, but they are awesome, powerful little devices. Uh, you know, I, you'll love this Dom. It works with Microsoft make codes website and, um, <laughs> but you're able to do all your coding there. And, and even if you don't have a micro bit, the website has a mini, mini, um, micro bit on the website, like a little widget. So when the kids do the programming, they can actually check it there first before downloading it onto that little thing. And then one thing when we had, uh, it was an MIE presentation where Microsoft brought the micro bits for us. There's all sorts of like people out there that have, you know, whether it's on Pinterest or whatever, how to use duct tape to make like a watch band on it. So your micro bits on a watch band or add it to a guitar, like a lot of funky stuff. Yeah. We, we talked about coming up, having the kids code for like voting and stuff, having elections in the classroom and voting on different things like for choice boards and whatnot and having the kids build the actual codes and, and put it in the micro bits. So it was neat. And it's something I definitely have to do some more research on and delve into a little bit more, but yeah, for the price, you, you can't beat it. It's just, like you said, it's hard getting, finding them because they yep. are inexpensive. Yeah. Yep. But if you can get them, they are good. Yeah. There are two that I want you because you are Mr. Minecraft when it comes to, this show we have two minecraft videos coming up and i would like you to pick and choose which one you would like to show next uh well i get okay so the next one i believe um i'm blanking on the gentleman's name he works with i2e uh, which is a training organization so he was there talking about how minecraft esports and coding all play well together mm -hmm. um so he's doing a lot of great work with i2e nathan. so i'll go ahead and what's that nathan 
Nathan. I, I've, I've, I've only worked with them a few times. Yep. And uh, Becky Keene, who also works for that organization, one of the leaders of that group, um, I believe was there for a little bit. I'm not sure yeah. if she's on the video, but she no. was present. She so, wasn't there whenever I, I did the video. I uh, got you. All right, here we go. Okay, we are here, BACT Playground at ISTE Live 23. It is Sunday, and we have, and I'm Nathan. struggling here, Nathan yeah. Wells. Yeah. And you're doing esports, yep. Minecraft esports with. That's right. That's right. Was it I2? I2E. That's I2E. right. That's right. Yeah. The main thing is how to get started. So many people like want to do esports, they're interested in esports. It's like, what do I do? What are the resources that are out there? So just sharing what schools have been doing. The different schools that we've been able to be involved with and some esports coaches that we work with. And like, how do I, season zero, get kids organized, get teachers excited, get admin on board, and then kind of the basics to get going. So, yeah. Um, do you have resources online by chance people could look up? We do, yeah. So i2e-llc.com backslash esports. Easiest place to find it. Yep. Cool. Awesome. We'll put that in the wakelet for the episode so you can Great. find all these links. Thank you for presenting here at the yeah. PACT Playground. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Even if you just go within the Minecraft game, there are esport worlds. Um, but he also works with uh, Stephen Reed, who I jokingly say is my, you know, he calls me his bearded brother, a uh, phenomenal guy out of Scotland, uh, does great work uh, with the esports stuff in Minecraft. So phenomenal. So uh, the next one, I'm not sure who you have speaking, but I believe the next one is just another. Uh, we, we invited several people in um, from the Microsoft community, uh, you know, some uh, reading progress, uh, different things that were being spoken of, spoken of. But I guess if you have another Minecraft one, another group that's doing Minecraft in yes. school and, and talking about it. Let me grab it. I think that might be in my. I'd have that on the hard drive. Yeah. Because some of them. Yep. I'll pull that up. Some of them were too long to upload here to StreamYard. So. Okay. Add this in and. This is okay. We are here at the PACT Playground. It is Sunday. And we're dealing with. Block coding in Minecraft. We have Kim and Monica, and they have a table presentation here on block coding with Minecraft. Would you like to explain what you guys have? Hi, I'm Monica, and I we're doing block coding in Minecraft, which is a wonderful way to teach kids coding. And we are focusing on block coding so kids can build in Minecraft, use their agent, and code with the agent to follow a path. And it teaches great computer science skills. One thing teachers might not know is during Computer Science Week, which is commonly known as Hour of Code, Minecraft releases a new world each year, and you can go back and play those worlds throughout the year, but um, that world has multiple paths that students can work through. They can do block or Python. We're featuring block coding for the younger students, um, and we find that it's a great way to help get students interested in computer science. And one more thing that's really great, if you go on to the education... Oh, and it looks like uh, Dom's uh, computer glitched out there for a second, so he's coming back in. Hey, man. Sorry about that. It's all right. Listen, listen, sometimes sometimes rotten fruit can act up a little bit. I'll just throw it out there. <laughs> it wasn't rotten fruit. It was... I don't know. The that Surface was all on me. Studio is wrong, rocking pretty good right now. I hit the wrong button. I'm going to pull them back up and see if I can... The nut behind the wheel. Okay, yeah. we were here at the PACT Playground. Pull them forward a bit. Answer keys to help you teach you your kids all about coding. So basically for the new teachers, it's everything's packaged and can you adapt that information as needed or there's a lot of them. So some are just like the a lot of the hours of code might have the answer key but not a PowerPoint that goes with okay. it. But a lot of them have the PowerPoints and everything for teaching. But you can also create your own worlds and, and give your students a coding assignment. Like tell them, I want you to code X, Y, Z. And then your students can go ahead and use those coding features to build whatever it is you tell them. Thank you. And you have a QR code over here. Yes. Um, That's our wakelet of resources. And it has our contact information. Nice. Thank you. And that will be in the... We put a wakelet out with every episode. So we'll put all those links in the episode. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Okay. So, All right. Good stuff. We're going to have a ton of resources going out. The wakelet's probably not going to go out till later this week um, 
for our episode because we have all of their resources. And, you know, as I was stating that, nobody said we couldn't share out their resources. So we'll be piling mm -hmm. on resources. Yeah. Totally good. And then also, if you did attend ISTE and you go in, the PhD playgrounds are listed there and everybody's listed under our playground and their resources are all there with it as well. All right. Who do we have next there, big dog? Well, we're going to regroup here and we have some former we have PACT members, KTI stars, giving their take on the PACT. Hi, Hi we're here at the PACT playground at ISTE Live. We have two PACT members and KTI stars. Like, introduce yourselves. I'm Andy Fellows, Chrissy Barnes. And what's your experience here at the PACT playground today on Sunday? First day of ISTE Live. Awesome. High energy. We love it. We were at the microbit session. Got some awesome stickers, some great ideas for lessons. Lots of swag, lots to learn. Yep, absolutely. Cool. Enjoy your time. Check out things. There's a lot going on. We have dueling pianos at night. We have karaoke. We have the playgrounds going. It's a conference within a conference. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. So don't take our word for it. We have other people, unbiased people, <laughs> giving their opinion as to what I, is going on. The pleasure you take in putting people on the spot is amazing. It's awesome stuff. Hey, Very I'm good. on the spot too. I, 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 you know, <laughs> after the first one where I recorded myself, I was like, I think I'm going to not record myself because that way I could just focus on getting them right, not putting my hand over my camera and worried about what kind say, of you look at on my face. We both have a face for radio. It's all good. Yes. All right. What do we got next? Okay. We're going to jump into. I think two more on my screen. Yes. We are going to do this one with Sandra Hartman. She had a great table session presentation. She's a new KTI from last year, I believe. Yep. And she deals with um, engaging students. And I'll let her explain. Okay, we are at the PACT Playground here at ISTE, Live 23. We have Sandra Hartman, PACT member, KTI star, and you are here presenting at the playground. Would you like to explain what you were doing? So I am doing a little storytelling and a little sharing of some resources um, about building relationships and agency with our students, especially our marginalized students. Uh -huh. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my background and my history, my CSTA equity fellowship, and how all that works together to try to build some of that uh, equity in our students and uh, some of that uh, agency in our students, not equity, I meant agency. Um, and I have a couple of, of activities here for people to look at that they could take back to their classroom if they're teaching computer science or if they're not teaching computer science. What activities were you showing? Um, so I have a bunch of digital ones, like I have a jam board and a couple of uh, uh, activities that I've done with my class using code.org, like creating uh, poetry where students can talk about their own identities. And then I'm doing an identity marker. Um, I'm doing an unplugged version that's similar to the Jamboard version that would be the digital version. Okay. Do you have um, any chance these posted online, these resources? I will share it with anybody who wants it. Cool. Thank you. And I will um, we'll put a link on our podcast in the Wakelet where you can access it and get more information. Thank Absolutely. you very much. All right. Thanks. All right, great so, interview. Good stuff. Yeah. Sandra does a lot of good work. Um, her story is very unique. It's in the back, I hope Scott doesn't get angry. It's, it's almost like, you know, everywhere I was filming, I wasn't trying to capture him in the background. He wasn't trying to photobomb the episodes. But then the, uh, before that, there was in the corner, we had the, um, the storytelling going on too while we were recording. So, it was yep. very active. You had presentations going on. You had table sessions. You had, uh, if you want to talk about the the uh, storytelling, the was it 10-minute stories or? Yeah, so we um, we took a page out of the Pete and C playbook, and um, we had two stages set up. And basically what we did is we signed up one presenter to speak for an hour. Um, so they were in one stage for one hour. And then during the second hour of that playground, 
we splice it up into 10 minute segments where a person would get up in, you know, 10 slides, 10 minutes, you know, 15 slides, 10 minutes and just share a story. Sometimes it related with our theme. Sometimes it didn't. And, uh, but it was just about the person and their story. So it was awesome. A lot of great stuff, a lot of great things shared there. So that's what the two stages were in the back. And then poster sessions, demo tables, and a lot. Um, I don't know, 60, 70 different total people presenting in our our space over the course of the five days or so that we were open. So yeah. uh, it was a great time. Very good. Yeah, I'm going to pull up another video file from the hard drive. And... This one is Lori Colangelo. She is a Western Pennsylvania person. I met her oh, a number of years ago at Tretzi, although Three Rivers Educational Technology Conference. Okay, we are live. We are here at the PACT Playground at ISTE Live 23. And we have Lori Colangelo. She is from the Pittsburgh area. We met way back at Tretzi. What is it, Baldwin High School? Yeah. And you are presenting with VEX and coding in the classroom. Right. So this is um, different things that I've done in my classroom, different ages. Sometimes I go to the elementary school or I'll visit another school for outreach. So these are the some of the activities our students are doing in Pennsylvania. Um, they can be everything from, like I said, my architecture class, creating stable structures for an earthquake table, um, working with Penn State on grants, um, showing underprivileged students um, opportunities in uh, robotics and coding. Um, we always do uh, um, different activities from bowling to eight cars, um, classroom competitions. So we also incorporate our robotics into our CAD classes. So um, for example, some of our kids created uh, personal uh, water filtration kits and then they had to draw them in AutoCAD. Mike had two kids had to uh, use the library of IQ pieces to create toys or some structure and they recreate it uh, with the actual pieces. So making prototypes, um, using the engineering design process, all of those 21st century skills collaboration that are important for our students of tomorrow. Nice. Do you have any resources online that people could look up? Um, so I am going to be coming out with um, a web page with Miss Anna Blake because I'm more of the high school and she's more of the elementary. And um, we have a couple things in the works that we're going to do. But I am part of VEX's professional development community. And people can reach out to me at Hope Ball. I'm happy to help and mentor anybody. All right. We will have put those links on our way clip for the PACT pod with this episode. Thank you very much for your Thank time. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. So, I think we're almost one more to go. A lot of good, yeah, lot a lot of good of, resources. Yep. They're going to have a lot to share in that wakelet, so you're going to be pretty busy. Yeah. But it's supposed to storm Thursday, so I'll be, I'll be <laughs> hanging inside, working on the wakelet. Just tell your neighbors to get the fires going. <laughs> this, uh, this last one, two PACT members uh up and coming rising stars have been around for a while and they're really hitting their stride girls gone google hello and ladies of girls gone google we're here at the pact playground first day of isti live 23 what you guys do today we did Girls Gone Google 5.5, some of our favorite things. Here so, sang. It was really pretty. I did sing. It was scary. Uh, but people still showed up. They did. Despite that. You didn't scare <laughs> them off. You had a nice crowd over in the corner. It was a, a live presentation here at the BACT Playground. Absolutely. Don't look overlook the playgrounds when you're at ISTE. They have some amazing presenters and information that you can pick up. A lot of opportunities for one-on-one -on -one conversations or major presentations. Great tools. Great yeah. tools too. That's okay. I <laughs> have, I have pet rabbits, so it's, it's not All insulting. Good. It's loving. Yes. Um, but yeah, have fun at ISTE. Make it a great conference. Find a session or two. Thank you, ladies. The girls gone Google ladies, always a big draw. Yes. And the playground, I, I wish I could have gotten around the other days and 
you know, gotten some more video, but Sunday was like the first day, but it wasn't as busy as the other days. And then the other days it got really packed and it, it was even trying to record these videos. I was trying not to interrupt while they were talking with other people that were coming into the playground and getting information from. So I don't want to impose. So we kind of dropped that, but there was a lot of great sessions going on. Yep. Heard a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff. All right. Was that the last one to share? I think that was the last one. Okay. I didn't, I didn't want to rub it in, but you know, I did get some selfies with, and I have to, I, I owe you one because Jerry, the cyberary man, Bloom Garden, oh? you pointed him out. I did get a selfie with him. I got to introduce myself uh, in person. I also met yep. Steve Dembo. Uh, oh yeah. He's teach 42 and long time known him uh, virtually online for a long time. He did a, a fit 42 um, thing. Cause he was with discovery ed for a while and he was doing a, a lot with them. And we did like a virtual way back before COVID uh, virtual, you know, get fit type thing. A bunch of teachers around the United States got involved and were doing different things for like uh, physical, mental well-being. And I also met Adam Bello, who does a lot with, I mm -hmm. believe he's with Breakout EDU. Yep. So got to meet a lot of, a lot of people that, uh, you know, I follow on social media and I've looked up to for years. It was great get, being able to see them. Well, you know, I landed the, the best selfie of them all. You can't compete with this. Ben no, that, that is good. That yeah, is, he, that he, is he, impressive. He, he refused to post for selfies, but he said he would stand for a portrait. So we got a portrait <laughs> together, but he was in the booth for over an hour. I mean, the second he got there all the way to the end, he was Ben Franklin. It was amazing. So really good stuff there. Um, we also had uh, Fable Vision, Peter and Paul and Jane Reynolds, mm -hmm. um, and you know Peter and Paul Reynolds from the Dot. So they were there. Uh, you know, was able to catch us. You know, with him. So, you know, people came to me, Dom. You had to go to people. <laughs> that's the difference there. That's okay. So that's why I don't have as many. So John Meehan got to see him. Um, I did catch up uh, Scott and I on the way out. We did get a chance to chat with Kathy Schrock, who, excuse me, was a great friend of. Uh, Mama Keystone, Parmi, yes. uh, Rosie Parmigiani. So we got to have a little good conversation with her. And the first time I ever met Kathy was uh, when uh, when Mama introduced me, introduced, introduced the two of us. And it was uh, one of those shell shock uh, ed tech. Uh, I'm not worthy moments. So that was a, a pretty, pretty nice little memory there. So, yeah, that would um, be great to meet her. Yeah. So she was we have it because she was we were on the way out the door and she was at one of the ask me for help booths and uh got a chance to chat with her yeah. a little bit so that was pretty cool yeah. so i am going to uh i guess kick us over into i think it's yeah. time for tech notes what do we yeah. think well well one thing you did omit about uh -oh. the people coming up to you for selfies and such you oh, were yeah. standing by the entrance so they had to come past you going in and going out a couple of people did try and duck under the the, the the cables there to avoid you just just saying listen i, I was running record, around for the record, there was many entrances, and and actually, it's funny the the tech coaches from Anne Arundel, Maryland, when I was there doing the training, they were like, "Where were you?" And I told them we were right there by the the hotel in the old train station. They're like, "We stayed at the Marriott. We passed you every day. We never saw you." So just because I was at that entrance, Tom, doesn't mean everybody saw me. So I just want to throw it out there. Not that big of a presence, okay? Um, right. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. But uh, so we got a lot to share. Um, and we're going to kind of kick it off in our, in our tech notes. Are you ready to roll? Yes. All right, here we go. All right, Dom, why don't you lead off lead batter? We have talked with, um, about Soundtrap before. I'm going to pull that up. We find the right screen because last time I hit the wrong button and ha <laughs> I lost everything. Um, got booted out. So, Soundtrap, they gave us a code to share out. And clicked on this. I look, they gave us a code to share. It's 90 days for the pro version 
Um, the free version doesn't do much, but the pro version, we had, we sent a code out. It's in the wakelet for ISTE. You can check that out, find that episode and you get 90 days of the pro version. What I like about this is for our editing and breaking things down, I can upload the audio files that I download from StreamYard and click on tra the transcript. And instead of <laughs> sitting there trying to break things up, editing, I can just scroll through and see where the breaks are and see what's being said and find the breaks. And I can click and it'll come up and I can break it up on top. Um, where a lot of times, you know, using GarageBand, Audacity, or one of the other tools, you're sitting there listening and then you're scrolling through the top trying to figure out where the break is. You can import your audio pull the transcript up and then just go through the transcript itself to find the breaks. Um, it does a lot more than just transcripts. You can create your own audio podcast from this. You can import. Um, it has loops. It has sound effects. I'm going to start using this in my classroom going through, um, you know, this upcoming year and make it more interactive, get the kids more involved, my students more involved with this, which you can pull in sounds, you can pull in, create your own loops so you don't have to keep uploading your own uh, music every time. But there's a lot to it, and I'm working on learning more and more about it. The tutorials are all here. It's, it's a pretty strong program. And right now we're using it on the back end. We talked about this in our presentation at – um. At ISTE, we use it on the back end for editing the podcast and, and cutting the sound down and whatnot. But I'm, I want to start using it more for my, uh, my podcast for school with the students and have them working with that because it is a very powerful tool. And we had that code. They did give us a code for people that are going to be at KTI at our presentation. We will have another code to get you 90 days to try it out and I know a lot of times with the trials, you know, you only get 30 days and that's not really enough time to get your feet wet with the 90 days. There's a lot you can do with it. And they're pretty good with um, working with you. And in fact, a lot of our students in my school use this. I, I uh, shared this with the music teachers before school ended and they were talking with the students and a lot of the students have found this tool and, and use it on their own, but you can record music, you record podcasts, you can upload files, record elsewhere, and pull the files in and mix them on this platform. And that's um, one of my summer projects, even though the summer is winding down rather quickly. Um, I want to get my feet wet and do a little bit more than just the editing and trimming of the audio uh, files for the, for the different podcasts we push out in the tech notes and such. But it does. Cool. It, it is, it's a powerful tool, and I've only scratched the surface. So that was my tech tool. Um, it's a holdover from ISTE because we didn't get a chance to share that tech tool with ISTE, but we did get the code out to people. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. All right. Let's kick into our next one. All right. Here we go. So I do a lot of blog reading and um, I read tons of blogs. I read less books. Uh, and I happened to come across this article from the New York Times, and it was about the, you know, the New York Times 2023-2024 student contest calendar. Uh, maybe some people out there are going to be like, yeah, this is old news. We knew it. I never knew. Uh, they actually plan out 10 challenges throughout the year. So if you go to this website, just search it on Google, whatever the case may be, or get the link off of our um, wakelet when we push it out there. But uh, they, they jokingly said, you know, oh, we know several teachers just wait to plan their school year out for our, you know, updated challenges. You got a multimedia challenge. Uh, there's a hundred word right there, hundred word personal narrative contest when they're going to be all the information as far as entering the contest. So uh, New York Times pushing out a uh, student contest calendar. Like I said, it's the first time I heard about it. So I'm sure they've been doing it for many, many years, but just thought I would share that as a uh, 
one of my tech notes. So I'm kind of hijacking the tech notes tonight um, with a couple others. So there's with the social media uh, push and everything that's going on, um, you know, with Twitter and, and threads is out with um, the Instagram and the pros and cons of all of that. Uh, well, there's a big push right now for an app called Blue Sky. So it's uh, B-S-K-Y dot A-P-P. Um, so it stands for Blue Sky app. And this is uh, basically a Twitter competitor. Uh, Jack Dorsey, if you're a geek like me and know, uh, he was the gentleman who actually first coded Twitter, came up with Twitter, rolled it out, and then uh, he sold it off. And he works with Square and some other companies now. Well, he basically went dove back in and created the Twitter clone. Um, so that's what this is. And there is a huge push right now. Uh, Alice Keeler being one of the main ones, uh, you know, a friend of Pete and C she's been to our conference speaking, um, and she's pushing it really hard, calling it edu sky. So edu sky. Um, and so you could find her on Twitter, different socials. She's got a link. You can sign up. She seems to be getting more, um, invite codes than many. Uh, cause right now it's like one every two weeks that they give somebody to invite people in and they're doing a slow roll of different things just to make sure the infrastructure is good. Everything's solid. Um, so it's, you know, kind of still in beta. Uh, and if you know, in the back end, Scott Snyder has been working with the Keystone PA. Uh, we're working on pulling in the different, you know, it doesn't officially like acknowledge too much with hashtags and things of that nature, but they're building it in slowly. So, uh, we're teaching ourselves how to do some things. So Scott was able to research and figure out how to put it in. So when I click here, anybody who has a connection with KTI, all right, different things in here. Um, and, you know, whether it's KTI family or hashtag KTI or different stuff, like it's going to pull it in kind of like the old um, tweet deck um, used to when you could you do your different columns. And now like the big the big thing is a lot of people love tweet deck, but they're making a push that you have to be a paid member of Twitter uh, to, in order to get all the benefits of TweetDeck. So kind of interesting. Where are you on the realm of Blue Sky, Dom? I am on the wait list. Um, I'm hoping that it's a short wait list, but we will see. Yep. And I know like threads came out, but that's like, in my humble opinion, a dumpster fire right now because there's no way to kind of weed out who you see or who you don't see. It's everybody who you were friends with on Facebook and Instagram they're jumping into this and it's yeah. just a cluster mess of stuff right yeah. now. I mean, so. I've gone back into Mastodon, not the group, mm -hmm. the social media tool. <laughs> Plurk. Yep. Um, I forgot I had some, some accounts on some of these things. And, you know, when Twitter became sort of the dumpster fire that it is at times that I was like, okay, you know, where can I go? And I started looking at different things in blue sky. I'm on the waiting list. I'm looking forward to try to get into that. I'm debating if I, if I put the underscore between the D and the Salvucci or just keep it old school D Salvucci. Well, blue sky does not <laughs> allow underscores. Ah, so I'll just keep. Yeah. So, so I me. just got rid of it. Yep. Yeah. No underscore in my name. That's always my joke. When I go to a training, you can tell somebody's age by their Twitter handle. Cause if there's an underscore, they're old. <laughs> so so blue sky is so new it doesn't want your underscores so it, it rejected mine but yeah same thing mastodon blue sky um i joined threads just for branding protection yeah. you know that's really the main reason why i jumped on that so yeah, um, same so let me pull up the next thing i would like to chat about and that's something as an educator you really need to think about um even if you don't want to use the tool is you know, the branding, get your name under your control because you never know yeah. what can happen. And we'll throw a comment. Uh, Jed Hamburger, he was the third person in this selfie of the cart pushers. Mr. Jed Hamburger. The third he, gunman at the grassy knoll. Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. He, he's uh, talking about Sam Labs love. Day two for Sam Labs camp. They yeah, have so I guess they're doing that at the school because when Jed commented or, uh, JG commented on loving Sam labs and Jed kind of, you know, reiterated that they yeah. really enjoy it. They're doing it so much. So, all right. So the last one is a, a quick plug of, um, well, uh, next week, next Thursday at one we will be live at the Keystone technology innovator summit in Shippersburg, Pennsylvania. So we will again be giving our presentation on, 
from Creation to Curation podcast in your classroom, and we will be podcasting live. Uh, but if you are a PACT premium member, whether you are a KTI star or not, if you are a PACT premium member listening to this tonight or you know later in the week, there is a virtual summit occurring side by side with our in-person summit. So our, our Keystones Together in Cyberspace will be meeting. And uh, hold on, let me turn this one banner off because that is blocking the top. There we go. Keystones Together in Cyberspace. So they'll be doing uh, three virtual days of PD. Uh, one of the days they'll actually be doing a EdCamp Ed style session inside a um, a 3D-verse uh, program called ZEP. Um, so it should be a exciting uh, adventure. There will be um, Act 48 hours for attending, uh, as most uh, PD sessions with PHT do have. Um, free to premium members. And if you are a free member of PHT, uh, there is a cost involved. I'm not exactly sure what that is. But if you go to the PACT.org website and click on Calendar, uh, that's where you register and get your information in for the Keystones Together in Cyberspace. That is going to be really good. Yeah, it's definitely going to be funky. I mean, new stuff. Just Jessica Barberry is very excited. She's kind of running that ship. So there's going to be a lot of really, really nice stuff going there. So very yeah. cool. And um, our presentation, little self-promotion, it changes from version to version because we keep learning more and adding to things. And we include that into the presentation as we go through so definitely it's not the same thing time in and time time and time again i should say yep also because we don't we don't write it down dom and uh no. <laughs> so we have to quick pre-game before we go yeah. live so and i am of that age i sometimes forget the order of things or misplace things um before we wrap up because we're getting towards that time now we are we usually get into we usually get into ah Scott's letting us know how you have to become a premium member for $35 to get into KTI cyberspace. With that $35, not only is it tax deductible, gets you into KTI cyberspace and it gets you a premium member with all the benefits such as uh, the Otis platform and everything else. So it is well worth the money. But technically I wasn't wrong because if you're a free member, there's a pay. The pay is $35 to become yes. a premium member and then you're in. So we could skirt the line on that one, and I wasn't yeah. completely wrong. But thank you very much there, uh, El Capitan, uh, Scott Snyder, KTI chairperson. Appreciate that. Yeah. Check out the PACT calendar, PACT.org, for all the events going on. And not all the events are up yet. I know we're working on – regional directors are working on pushing things out. Um, Northwest and Southwest regions, we have an event going on. We're going to WQED August 16th. From 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then we're going to have a social gathering afterwards. Location to be announced. Um, and that's going to be a northwest and southwest field trip to WQED Studios in Pittsburgh. So there'll be more details coming up. But we're getting some uh, the finer details listed in some information in from WQED. That event will be free. It'll be posted on the website. Um, check that out. I know there's a lot going on in the other regions throughout you know western Pennsylvania, western uh, southwest region we have some stuff going on at TechWorks, and we have tretzi and we have some other collaborations with other organizations that aren't on the calendar yet but will be going up shortly so and that's that all the regions are kind of coming together they're planning out their year their goals to kind of like un unveil it next thursday um at kti and kind of share the different things that are going on so that's really cool and then also for the third time, and maybe the third time is the charm for Verno for remembering to fill out the credit card section, our PACT KTI pop-up store will be opening up for uh, about a, a little over a week over the time that we are. Uh, so next Monday, I believe, is the or the 24th, I think, is the opening day. Uh, but just take a look. It'll be coming out in email. It'll be on the website. Uh, but if you're looking at picking up any PACT or KTI swag, um, that'll be available there just on that pop-up store and everything's mailed to you. If you remember to properly fill out the section, uh, notified as credit card. 
Uh, the, v- the vice president doesn't even have an account to get stuff free. I'm just throwing it out there. So anyway, something I'll have to work on in my presidency. <laughs> uh, just can't keep keep forgetting. But anyway. All right, man. Well, you know, it's an hour in. We've had a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to talk about at KTI. Yes. Our follow-up, we'll make sure to highlight a couple of people. But a lot of great stuff going on, you know? Always have a lot going on. It's always, always great to be a member, to be a teacher in Pennsylvania during an exciting time. So, you know? I think we need to close it out with, uh, remember, P-A-C-T. We are the voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania and beyond. All right. Let's thank our sponsors. Thank you so much for being here tonight and watching us on any of your favorite podcast players that you choose. Have a great night. Take care, everybody. P-A-C-T and the P-A-C-T pod would like to thank our corporate council sponsors. Thank you to Classlink, Max Cases, Go Guardian, and Bloom. Thank you to Sam Labs, DRC Data Recognition Corporation, and Eduspire. Tech the next step. PACT thanks these sponsors and thanks you for listening to another episode of the PACT Pod.